Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Check out Boston George, famous without the fortune, now streaming on Fandor.com. Get the real story of the events that inspired the hit film Blow. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another Fandor video podcast. I'm Hooman, and where's Chris? Where's Brent? your boy, man? I don't know. I'm here. He's... Where's your boy, who? He's MIA. It's just me and you. Um, today's podcast is brought to us by the Sonoma Valley Authors Festival. Mm. Uh, it's their fifth annual event. It's going to be at the Fairmont Sonoma Mission Inn, August 26th to the 28th. It's only 400 guests are available. It's intimate. It's in person. It's three days um, in its TED Talk style format. So there's going to be 20 plus authors. Um, all the info is at SF, oh, sorry, svauthorsfest.org. Some of the speakers include Tracy Smith, Mary Roach, and our next guest, welcome, Nikki Ehrlich. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's still kind of crazy to hear my name uh, read alongside the other people at the, the festival because they're all such big deals. They're people that I idolize. <laughs> Listen, you're on your way up. I mean, I know you're humble bragging right now. Not yet, but you will be soon. Uh, this is your first book, The Measure, and it's on the New York Times bestseller list. Did it debut at number six? Yes. Um Still, still can't believe that getting that phone call. Um, just, it just blew my mind. Um, so, I, <laughs> uh, tell us what your book's about. Yeah, so the book is um, speculative fiction, and it opens on kind of what seems like a regular morning, but then we find out that overnight something quite, uh, quite remarkable has happened, which is that uh, all around the world, these mysterious boxes, small boxes, have appeared outside the doors and outside the homes of every adult. Um, and every box looks the same, but they all have the same sort of inscription on them that says the measure of your life lies within. And so, of course, everyone's, you know, terrified and confused and, and no idea what's happening. Um, but the people who do open their box, who are brave enough to look inside, um, find out that within each box is a single piece of string. And because these boxes have come you know, everywhere all around the world, scientists and governments can kind of collaborate and, and quickly realize that the measure of the length of string inside a person's box equates with the full length of that person's life. And so now, you know, all of a sudden, every adult is faced with the same choice of, do I want to open this box, measure the string that was given to me and find out how long I'm going to live? Um, and, and so, of course, kind of chaos ensues and 
you know, we follow eight kind of interlinked characters who are all grappling with this same decision and sort of how this affects people and then kind of society um, at large. Wow, that's fascinating. Uh, Bryn, you ever watch Black Mirror? Oh, I've watched. I haven't watched the whole thing, though. No, but I know what you're talking about. Nikki, you watch Black Mirror? I have only seen a couple episodes, but I've had several people say, oh, that sounds like a, a Black Mirror episode in a novel. But do you know which episode I'm talking about? I, ha I haven't seen. I know there's maybe a box episode, but I haven't seen it. There's an episode, and this is what Chris's question was going to be, where uh, it's a, like a Tinder. Mm. And when you swipe right and they swipe right, uh, a, a, something comes and it tells you what will happen in your relationship with this person, how long it'll last, how bad the divorce will be, everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fascinating. And so, Nikki, would you want to know uh, how something would play out with someone before you dated them? Oh, my gosh. I think I think me. I'm, I'm really tempted by that. <laughs> I think I would like to say no. I would like to say, oh no, I'm just gonna, you know, sort of let let things play out, see what happens. But I'm a little bit too much of a planner, and I think um, I think that that might get me. That that option might get me. Yeah. Yeah, I just know so many people <laughs> who, uh, and you know, this is what this is what you say. You know, who have had these horrible divorces, and when you talk to them, they say, "Well, I have these two amazing kids." And I right. look at them and I go, "Well, what else are you going to say?" Of course, you've got these two amazing kids. You've got to say something, right? <laughs> but in your mind, you have to weigh this horrible divorce with these two amazing kids. How do you do that? Do you um, knowing that I think is a curse? Well, also at the time, then you wouldn't. If you just see, oh, you're going to have two kids and you're going to get divorced, you don't yet know those kids. It's it's so different when they're just kind of abstract. And then ideas. the other thing is for your book, and I don't know if you address this. Sorry, I haven't read it. Forgive me. Um, <laughs> is uh, your life, what happens in your life is never just for you. Mm -hmm. Right? And the sacrifices you make could change generations to come. Absolutely. Even though your life might end up sucking personally. Mm. Do you yeah. address that in your book? A little bit towards the end, I kind of end on this sort of flash forward where we see what happens kind of years later and you see the effects that, that some of these people's lives had on kind of that they didn't even know that they were having this impact, which is, yeah. you know, a really kind of helpful thing for me. Yeah. It is deep, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is deep. Um, all right, listen, uh, let's talk about something else. Nikki, uh, you, let's talk about writing a book. You have a publisher, you have an agent, you have a team around you. How does this happen? I'm sure there are hundreds of people who say, Nikki, I've had this book idea for 20 years. I know it should be published. What should I do? What do you tell your cousin? <laughs> <laughs> um, first thing is write the book um, because if you're, if you want an agent, if you want to kind of pursue traditional publishing, you have to have a full manuscript already. Um, and so it's not enough to just have the idea, even though the idea I think is probably, you know, the hardest part. Um, but you have to write the book. And then luckily publishing is kind of one of the few places where cold emailing can actually yield results. Um, Cause I know everyone's afraid to do that. Um, you think your email is just going to end up in a black hole and, and maybe it will, but for finding agents, they actually do like, read these pitch emails from people that they don't, you know, have no connection to no referral. Um, but it's kind of standard to just email the pitch about your book about yourself, kind of, you know, why the story is unique, a little bit of a writing sample. And 
that's actually how agents find new clients, which is, you know, which is amazing. It's very open to people. Um, and you just have to, be, and you have to be patient though, because it could, they're weeding through hundreds, if not thousands of these emails. And so it could take weeks and months for them to get to yours, but um, hopefully it finds the right person at the right time. And, and, you know, they're able to, to work with you, but um, well, let, yeah. how, how often do people say, can you read my book? Honestly, not, not, I mean, I'm so new to this that like my book just oh. came out a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it's, it'll come, but honestly, I, no one, no one has asked me. Maybe they don't, maybe they don't want my opinion. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're speaking at the author's festival in Sonoma for those attending, what can they expect you to talk about? Um, I think I'm at, so I'm actually going to be in conversation with, um, you know, one of the other author speakers there. And so, uh, not just kind of a Ted talk at people, hopefully we'll have a nice kind of lively conversation about, um, you know, about the book and about kind of reading and sort of the craft of writing more, more broadly. Um, but okay. so I, I don't know yet what, what my questions will be, what I'll be talking about, but well, um, they didn't prepare you like I prepared you. <laughs> Maybe they'll prepare me a little bit, a little bit closer up, but I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, was getting laid off in 2020 a blessing? Tell us what happened. Tell everyone what happened about you getting laid off. Um, yeah. Like like many people, like, I mean, there's so many people who all lost their jobs at that time. I know I was one of many. Um, but I, mean, I was working as a travel writer, so that was that was amazing, and you know, it was a, a dream job. But then, of course, in March 2020, you know, everyone went home, and borders shut down, and and travel kind of very quickly stopped. Um, and so I, my mom was actually one of the very first people in New York in like early March to get COVID. And oh. so I, I went home before, like before, you know, we even knew what this actually was that she had. Um, and so I went home to kind of like take care of her and help. And, you know, within a week I had also lost my job, you know, we were all in quarantine. Um, and so obviously it was, it was really frightening, but um, I'm lucky that of the many people who all lost their job at that time, I, you know, had a family support network and then people who could step up and help. But um, how long, how long did it take you? Okay. Just tell me this. It's March. You're laid off. Mom has COVID. <laughs> when did you sit down and say, I'm going to write, I'm going to, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm going to yeah. use this opportunity. I'm going to make something happen. When did that happen? What month? Um, kind of, kind of right. I already had started writing this book, but I had, it was so slow because I was working full time and just kind of writing whenever I could. So once I then April. was like, I have nothing to do now. I'm applying to jobs. No one's hiring. Um, you know, the world is shut down. The only thing I felt like I could control was this book. I mean, everything else was out of my control. And the only thing that gave me kind of like a sense of power was writing. And so I really then was writing for hours and hours a day, late into the night. Um, and by kind of the end of spring, early summer, I, I had the manuscript, which was you know, so amazing. Okay, so you're saying you started, you really dove into the book April 1st. Let's just say April 1st because you're not giving me a date. And then March, like, March, definitely March. Okay, yeah. March. By March 1st, you're deep in the book. And then by June 30th, June 1st, the first ma the first draft is done, right? Yeah, it was definitely, it was early summer. Then I started looking for an agent, I remember, in the summer. And then, yeah. wow, that's really impressive. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like... I know we just met and I don't know, this isn't going to mean anything, but I'm proud of you <laughs> for, yeah. for like being so dedicated and having that kind of discipline. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, it was the only thing I could do. I mean, the only thing yeah. to like keep me kind of sane and keep me, you know, grounded in something that wasn't just like anxiety for the world. Mm -hmm. I was sitting in my studio apartment in San Francisco, just depressed for d during that time. Nikki was writing. That's a 
completely understandable response as well. So, yeah. Um, all right. So tell me two or because, you know, we this is a this is a movie site. Yeah. You know, we we really um, love independent cinema and Fandor. So tell me two or three of your favorite books that were turned into film. Um, and, you know, yeah. Start with that. Yeah. yeah um, I remember really loving um, Greta Gerwig's Little Women adaptation. I know that was like beloved by a lot of people. But I saw it like at Christmas time with a group of my girlfriends and it was just the perfect, um, you know, the perfect movie for us. And I think one of my all time favorites, though, is um, the short story called Story of Your Life by Ted Chang, which was turned into the film Arrival um, with Amy Adams directed oh. by, by Denny Villeneuve. Um, just I mean, I loved that short story. And when I read it, I thought there's no way you can adapt this. It's so complicated. And then I saw that film and was just blown away, like just visually, emotionally. They, you know, it was um, it was a really gorgeous adaptation and one of my Grin, favorites. I'm going to ask I'm going to ask Nikki a question that I didn't prepare her for. Oh, oh. And, I, and I don't I don't think we're going to get an honest Careful answer. <laughs> um, are there any talks of turning your book into a, a movie or a TV show? The TV rights have been acquired. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Caught you off guard, human. Um, yeah, I can I can say that they were. Um, that. What else can you say? Um, they were acquired by Higher Ground, which is the production company um, founded by the Obamas. So I'm I'm quite Whoa. quite quite incredible that that you know they they optioned it. Um, Did the president call you? Uh, no, but his his team did so, and it, it was amazing. Um, like I'll never, never forget that. You know, my agent was like, "Are you sitting down because I have some some very cool people on the phone for you?" So you have the president on the phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow! Well, congratulations. Uh, Thank you. And so now that they've acquired it, are you out of the loop? Are they going to have you write the screenplay? Where are we um, at? Yes. Yeah, like, so it would be television. So not so. Um, I think like right now they're you know doing everything on on their side i'm 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 in the loop which is great they're a really wonderful team but i'm very happy to be like i trust you guys you know you will you will kind of bring the right creative minds to this project um higher and, ground has that deal with netflix don't they yes yeah. i think i mean i'm not privy to all the specifics of things but <laughs> yeah. selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, tell us the book that you love that was turned into a terrible film. That super disappointed you. Don't hold back, Nikki. I honestly, I know I was like, I know this is a bad answer. I really can't. I really can't think of anything. Maybe it's because I maybe I avoid watching the films of like books that I really loved and just in mm-hmm. case it would disappoint me. Yeah. But um, I also like I view them as very separate entities. Like I don't even if I'm watching a film that was based on a book that I've read, I don't actually judge it based on the book. I'm like, it's its own piece of art. I don't you know, I, you, I, I look at them started, kind of differently. Sure, sure. Have you started working on your next book? Um, I have ideas for the next book. Um, but I'm really lucky that this one has like resonated so much. And so I am feeling a bit of, of pressure for the next one to mm-hmm. kind of equally resonate. So we'll see if that affects the process. Let's go back to your, uh, book being turned into a TV show. Now, listen, I, I need another honest answer. There we go. <laughs> um, if you could cast one person for your book movie, who would the one person be? If you said Nikki, we love you. Your book's amazing. And we want your input, which never happens, by the way. They never want the author's input. <laughs> uh, but who, and, and tell us what character you want to play that role. Let's hear it. Honestly, I, someone else asked me this, and, I, and I, was, I was really stumped on the spot, too, because, and now I shouldn't be because now I've been asked it before. I really, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, you want the rock in your movie, be honest. <laughs> You want the- I was like, someone of that that like sort of A list stature would obviously be be yeah. quite incredible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I did it, and I think I mean I like the way that now you know, sort of casting doesn't necessarily like they can make changes to the book. They can change you know sort of identities yeah. of characters, and that like I'm I'm not precious about the book potentially being adapted. I'm very happy for there to be to be changes, um, which hopefully is good news for for the for the team. Okay, listen. <laughs> Uh, since you were a travel writer, what's your favorite place that you've traveled to that we would find surprising? Um, I really loved traveling to like very northern Norway, um, like kind of like the Arctic Circle, um, which is odd. I don't like the cold, so I was like, <laughs> you'd think I wouldn't like that area. But I went in springtime. The weather was gorgeous. Um, we got to go out on a boat in the fjords, which was like amazing. And you wear it. You, uh, get strapped into this massive suit so that if you fall overboard into the freezing water, you don't get hypothermia. Um, so it's like a little int- intimidating to be doing it. Um, but it's, I mean, it's so like just the most gorgeous nature. Um, and if, you know, if anyone gets a chance to go, I would highly recommend it. Are you doing any international travel this year? 
Not at the moment. I w- I haven't traveled abroad in in so many years now with with COVID. I I the book is coming out in in many other countries, which is amazing. And so I would like come out in Germany and and Italy and um uh so I would love to like be able to do some travel for the book if they'll have me. <laughs> they will. But why are you scared to travel? Am I scared? To- not not right now. Um I mean, I like from like a COVID standpoint, am I scared to travel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I'm still wearing the very thick, like N95 on the mat, on the airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you going to check in your luggage? Are you going to do carry on? Always carry on. Always Always even international travel. Always carry on. That's like the main thing that I learned from being a travel writer. This has Um, absolutely nothing to do with your book, but I have a dilemma. (laughs) I'm going to Prague, Germany, and Greece for two and a half weeks. Mm. So the, different, the different climates that are the problem no here, it's, or? it's one bag for two and a half weeks re- repeat re- repeat outfits yeah, <laughs> do some laundry right do la- yeah it's like I, yeah. if you get an airbnb with a laundry machine or something mm-hmm. like i mean i'm right. like always because other bags get lost they get lost by the airlines or then waiting for half an hour at the you know waiting for the baggage claim like mm-hmm. always it's all bad yeah just like roll everything up packing cubes i've heard are really really helpful <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's an amazing trip that, that's exciting thank you Matthew. i lost a bag before it's not cool yeah yeah i've never lost a bag and i'm still afraid of it <laughs> nikki is there anything you've ever wanted to say in an interview that you've not been able to say that you want to say here because we're about to wrap this thing up <laughs> oh my gosh i don't think so um, right, can, can we ask something personal how personal <laughs> as personal as do you, you know if are you still going to date someone if you know you're going to get divorced that was pretty yeah. personal <laughs> well are, are you single married kids no kids where you at um, I'm single, so if you, wow. if you enjoyed the book, contact me on my website. <laughs> and he's going to be in Sonoma in person. I'll be in Sonoma. Um, yes. Do you like to? What do you? What What are your hobbies? What do you like to do for fun? You like to work out? You like to hike? You like to go to the opera? What do you like to do? Um, movies. Uh, yeah, movies, movies, TV. Um, I like to. I'll say, like, go on a nice walk instead of maybe an intense hike. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Low impact. Tennis. I'll play. If like someone wants to play tennis with me oh, in Sonoma, tennis. hit me up. Oh, good. Oh, that's Brynn for yeah, this time. But he's, he's married. You'll play tennis with me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll play doubles with your your uh, partner, and then I yeah, she doesn't play, right. but we can play. Well, if you need yeah. a partner, Nikki, I'll drive up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Her name is Nikki Ehrlich. Her book is called The Measure. She's going to be at the Sonoma Valley Authors Festival. All the info is at svauthorsfest.org. Nikki, what a pleasure. We wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.